this is Vuyo from Vuyo Oyia Network. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the Art Radio underscore SA. Guys, guys, oh my God, my vocabulary is limited. There isn't, to say thank you, I feel like it's not enough of words to express the gratitude for all your love for all your inspiring messages that you've given us and you know the love the love is putting fuel on this little little fire that we've just started and we're really really so grateful to you guys we're really so grateful so please 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 give yourselves a round of applause so you know, um, when you are on your Instagram, and um, they always um, sponsor pages according to your likes and your interests. And this evening, um, I saw this one, and um, it's called Anon, A N O N. I just, um, I was just like Anon. What is Anon? And then, of course, you know, as you do, I went to their page. And <laughs> you know um, what really, really captivated me about about it was um, what inspired a non pop up, a non pop up, a n o n pop up. What inspired um, the pop up was a Virginia Woolf's quote that reads, "For most of history." Anonymous was a woman. For most of history, Anonymous was a woman. And I could smell it. I could smell it. Cultural movement. I think there's an art revolution happening here. And I had to go. I had to go and see them. But also, when I read more about um, about the Anon pop-up was um, about what it's about. Um, it's about um, a giving a voice to the voiceless, a name to the unnamed. It's about expressing female identity in all its complexity, having a conversation around female artistic expression, as well as how we as women are represented in art. It's encouraging creativity in women and prompting a dialogue around gender, whether it be gender identity or fluidity. It's also breaking stereotypes and reinforcing gender roles, baby. That's what Anon is about. I had to go. If you know me so well, I had to go. I couldn't make it for... Um, I couldn't make it for the launch which was on the 21st of February 2019 I couldn't make it and I remember I was on my phone checking it out and uh, dude they had to close down the roads because it also tells you it also tells you what people need to see what people need to see what what are people um, what's missing in the art world what is um, what is the rawness that people are looking for I'm sure if you um, if you were there you will understand 
and um, I met with an uh, amazing queen, Sarah Jane Fell. Sarah Jane Fell is an artist, and she's also um, the uh, founder and the curator of Anon Pop Up. Sarah is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe it. Guys, you have to go, okay, to their Instagram page, which is Anon Pop Up. Anon, A-N-O-N, Pop Up. Pop Up. I like Pop, Pop, Anon Pop Up. That's their um, Instagram page. You have to check out the work so that you understand why. It's kind of <laughs> impressive that Sarah actually... Um, put the show together within a month you know a month right it's a month is four weeks 35 artists from all different walks of life 35 South African artists from all different walks of life in South Africa she put that whole thing within a month we have to give a round of applause that's the queen baby that's my queen so and so I managed to sit down and then had a chat with Sarah about you know what inspired the exhibition and uh, you know to talk about you know this um, this revolution that I've seen that is starting <laughs> but you will you, you you're gonna listen to the interview and then I can't wait because I would also like to comment um, I've got a lot to say but I just feel like I'm gonna be giving it away if I say too much you know I don't want to be that girl that tells you the end of the movie before you even watch it so let's without further ado I love this further ado I actually didn't know this that's how you said you said this you know I only learned about it honestly uh, on our first show Marito was introducing um, the first artist for the um, Investor Cape Town Art Fair and oh guys also check it on our highlights and then enjoy the show um and also on spotify if you scroll further down um to other shows is the um investic um cape town art fair and she was like without further ado i was like babe you better that one has to be stored we're gonna use that school we're gonna use it for later so without further ado let's go to the interview and um to take us to the interview is one of the artists that um, was also exhibiting her name is Lindeka Kampi Lindeka Kampi and the poem is inside my heart inside my heart and after that guys we're gonna go straight to the interview and then I will be back I'm not going anyway so we'll be listening to the interview together and then after that then we meet and i can tell you about what i um my opinion and comment on the um on the exhibition as a whole as well as my conversation is set up because i've got so much to say so without further ado linde Kampi inside my heart poem to follow and then the interview after that and we will catch up later on don't move inside my heart inside my heart ma you deserve to know this you passed left me with the secret 
I tried to open my heart and my mouth. The big zip locked my mouth. I was covered with fears. I was covered with fears, blaming myself, asking endless questions. I felt so dirty inside and outside. I felt so dirty inside and outside. Like a cat inside the suitcase with the big chains. Silence destroy my inside body and my soul. Silence destroy my inside soul and my body. Silence destroy my inside body and my soul. Silence destroy my inside body and my soul. Let me come to your grave. Let me come to your grave and share. Let me come to your grave and share. You didn't notice that it was God's scar on my buttocks. You did not notice that I got a scar on my buttocks. I was stabbed. I was stabbed. I was stabbed by this aggressive man. The veins of my heart. The veins of my heart moved so fast like a strong lightning. My body felt covered by the smoke. My body felt covered by the smoke. I was the counselor of my soul. I was the counselor of my soul all time. Console my mind. I found some side effects. I found some side effects. But they asked upon boss. Confidence is such a big issue to heal. Crying out is the major tool of healing the inside soul. Child who does not cry. Child who does not cry will die on her mother's back. Child who does not cry.
Welcome, where are you from? Um, I'm from the Art Radio and my name is Vuyo and um, I heard about the pop-up uh, exhibition and um, so I came to check it out. Cool, thanks. So, um, what is your name? I'm Sarah Jane Fell and I'm the curator and the founder of Anon, which is a new pop-up art gallery. And the debut exhibition is this one that you're sitting at now, which is hosted at the pop-up place in Observatory, just running from Thursday the 21st of Feb. We open on Thursday night and we're running until Monday. Oh my God, how was the opening? It was off the hook. I can imagine. We had around 500 people and it was so busy that they closed the road. People were parking on the street because they couldn't move their cars down the road. It was crazy. crazy. I don't think we actually knew what we were getting ourselves into. (laughs) Oh my God, because um, when I heard about it, I was planning to come and test it because I knew it was going to be off the hook actually. (laughs) And then I couldn't make it, but I'm so glad that I managed to make it today. So um, just tell us more about the idea where it came from and the reason behind it. Sure. So there's a quote by Virginia Woolf that I love. She says, for most of history, Anonymous was a woman. Yes. And so that speaks to the fact that through history, uh, firstly, women's voices haven't always been heard and recognized. And when women were poets, in this case that she was talking about, or artists, they often didn't even put their name on their work. Um, partly because women's voices weren't, weren't valued necessarily, mm-hmm. or wasn't the woman's role to be an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at Shakespearean times, it was always men that were in the limelight. Yes. Um, and so, so women's voices haven't been um, heard for a lot of history, particularly in Western culture. Um, so the concept behind this exhibition is to, to honor that ethos which kind of speaks to her campaigning for gender equality. It's not necessarily a big feminist rage. There are some male artists on the exhibition, but it's all work that deals with gender identity and the importance of artistic expression in uh, having our voice and in um, actualizing who we are as human beings. Um, And so, for example, Zanella Mahali, who is one of the headlining artists mm. uh, and formerly known as Professor Sir, yes, Professor Sir. <laughs> Mahali, um, has has said. So people have said, "Oh, wow, she's amazing! That that as an artist is the is the first one to speak out as a as a black lesbian female art activist." And she says, "No." It's not cool that I'm the first one. The fact that I'm the first one speaks to an absence. Yes. And the fact that there is an absence says that there's something wrong. Why are certain voices in our culture and our society marginalized? Why don't those opinions get heard? Yes. So my emphasis with this exhibition was to create a really wide range of work and artists and and have a diversity of voices being heard. Okay, that's awesome. Because also, um, for Zanele, she was the one who actually made it. So she mm. paved the way mm. on being her work being recognized because, because it's very good. But it's just that there were, there were still other women who were also equally as good but didn't have the opportunity yeah. to, uh, to showcase their work. So she did pave the way. Yeah, yes, and I then. think with, um, so for me, art, art creates vulnerability. You have, to, you have to be vulnerable to express yourself through art. Yes. But at the same time as being vulnerable, it's incredibly liberating. So you are really your true authentic self when you are, um, you know, acting like through, through the creative act. 
Um, and so for me, when, when an artist puts themselves in that position and make themselves vulnerable, they're also giving other people permission to do the same thing. Mm, awesome. Um, so if you are yourself and, and, and express yourself in an authentic way, you allow me to do the same. Yes, that's true. Awesome. So, uh, can you just uh, tell us about the artists? Um, you know, we can go through the artists and their works. Sure, yes. Um, so, I mentioned Zanella Maholi, who's yes. one of the headliners. We've also got Nancy Calello of Lego. Mm -hmm. uh, she's also a well known photographer who I first knew when I worked for One Small Seed magazine as the editor there. Uh, she used to do a lot of street photography, street fashion, very urban, very hip, very grungy. She's now living in France, and I brought her work out here, and I helped her with the printing thanks to Orm's sponsorship of the event. And her work now is really beautiful, sensitive, quite a, you can see she's evolved and matured, mm. but a beautiful series of nude photographs. Um, she is quite aligned with the Anon philosophy because for her also it's about censorship in the sense that she can't post her work on social media. Every time she posts one of her pictures, it gets kicked off. Mm. I've had the same experience. I posted one of her pictures and I even cropped out the genitals, so it's literally just breasts. Yes. Doesn't last five minutes, it's off. <laughs> um, so, so again, she was saying, well, in this day and age now, if you want to see nude photography, which is an art form, you have to see it in a gallery. You can't see it online. The form of expression Where as you, well. You can't put it online anywhere. Yes. Um, and so how is it that for some reason now the powers that be are still censoring us as creators and yes. still censoring us as women? It's in, Whether it's, it's Facebook or Google or the government or the church, someone's yes. doing it, you know, but why are we still being censored? It's so funny because um, I posted because I didn't know about it and then I, I, I had this beautiful image that I found. On, on, on Pinterest and then um, there's uh, Swati women when they were dancing but it's just just so beautiful mm -hmm. so I posted the picture and then all of a sudden I'm getting a message that they are taking it down and then I didn't realize what was the problem because it's like beautiful and it's part of our culture yeah and uh, I thought it was fun but because it's got breasts it mm -hmm. shows breasts and then they had to take it down so now then you sit back and think, okay, um, in Africa, you know, most tribes, and then where we come from, we, the breast to us, another sexual, yes. and, and something that you have to um, to hide. And that's so where does that leave all those people? Exactly, exactly. So so the the nudity is not. It's not nudity. It's you know not nudity. I mean? It's normal. Yeah, it's I mean, normal. I'm, I grew up in Durban, and, and I'm like fully aware of that side of the culture. So now it's saying, well, we are not allowed to be on this platform. And we, Africa is now, we're celebrating Africa. Mm. And then, but you can't be African, mm. just cover yeah, your yeah. breasts. You can come on here so long as you dress like yes. a Westerner. <laughs> that is interesting. So, um, two things that speak to that, actually, that's quite funny. So, so my show poster, I used my own painting as the background of the poster uh, because I needed to work and I hadn't curated the exhibition yet. So I was like, okay, I'll use my picture, which was a painting of a nude. And the first time I posted on Instagram, it got kicked off. <laughs> So then I took my paint, my painting, and I photoshopped it, and I did some like pink sort of glitch type graphic design over it to make my painting, and now it's fine. So then what I decided to do for the show is I actually copied, I scanned, and copied my painting, and I printed it on the canvas, which you see there, and then I I, oh. I painted pink paint over it, so it's like pink ink streaked to censor the picture. And at the same time, I thought it also kind of looks like the like the end of a credit card roll. Yes. You know, you the credit card. <laughs> yes. So it's also like 
speaking about the the porn industry or the sex trade industry and that sort of thing. But so then I put there's my censored version which goes by the window. Yes. And then the original I've got hiding in the corner over there. Oh, of course. <laughs> in, in the <laughs> So it's like it's such a beautiful the, the peep show in the back. <laughs> it's but you've painted that it's quite amazing because when I walked in also I saw it because also the thing is like um because now we're trying to to get women to you know the voices to hear voices of women and then also cultures mm-hmm. because now we are living in this global we all global citizens mm-hmm. so then how do we um, stop the censoring of cultures in Africa because that's the beauty to us, it's not nudity. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's another fight for another day. I guess the problem really is also the monopolization of our media platforms. So you know, ten, 10 years ago before social media, people were having their own websites and, and the internet was this very democratic space. Mm-hmm. It opened up the space for blogging and self um, self-publishing, which is content creation essentially. Now Insteps, Facebook, who now owns Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, yes. and now once again our media is being controlled. So that democracy of the web suddenly disappeared very quickly. I guess the thing is again to make that move towards more self-publishing, people creating their own platforms, and that maybe, maybe censored. and moving away from the Facebooks of the world. Which is also because of social media, that's where we market our brands because um, mm. millions of people are in, 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 mm. on, on social media. Mm. So to create, it's like having your own website, you yeah. know what I mean? Even if you try to create your own app, how, it's not easy for people to just go and search for you. It's true, yeah, and, and this is the problem really. I mean, it's, it's always been the monopolization of media, whether it's Fox News or the newspapers deciding what goes into print because the advertisers want this XYZ, or with the ANC running the SABC, you know, mm, wherever we are, true. everything is controlled. So somehow, and I feel like what I'm doing with this space is so similarly to how galleries control the art industry, yes. what I'm trying to do is create, create a space that isn't governed and controlled. You don't have to conform to sort certain rules and regulations. Um, you know, most of the galleries don't let their artists show anywhere else. Yes. And, and those that I've got in the space, it wasn't that easy to get them here. Um, so I had to jump through hoops just to be able to show some of the artists on this gallery. Um, so what I'm trying to do is, is, and that's kind of what the name Anon speaks to, is it's a non-brand. It's, yes. it's anonymous. It's not me. You know, if you think of all the galleries in Cape Town, everyone is named after a person. And I won't yes. say names, but you can just think of a few gallery names and that's what they are. Yes. Whereas for me, this is a platform for creating a space for other voices, for other artists. So the artists are the star of the show here, not me. Yes. Um, and similarly, as a, as a pop-up, it's kind of, it's more fluid, it's something that can be adapted to different spaces and different contexts and different themes. And that's what this is about. It's, yeah, so it's breaking away, it's, it's breaking away from from the, the old model and it's it's in a way trying to disrupt the art industry a little bit. Yeah, there's no censorship. You come as you as who you are and then you are welcomed here. Exactly. And, and it's, it's not censored, it's not it's not going about the art rules, uh, this, it's just you come as yourself, you're welcome, there's a platform for you to showcase your creativity without being censored. Exactly. Like yeah, and it's 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 also showing people that that if you want to do something like this you can. Mm. I came there's up with this concept and I and I put it together in the space of a month. A month. A month, from start to finish. 
That's impressive. Thank you. <laughs> but it's a lot of work, but, but what I, I mean is you can do it, you know, and I, and I thought, how can I do this? How can I fund this? And I, I just thought, how can I cover all my costs? So I got the venue sponsored, I got Orms to sponsor printing, I got a wine sponsor. So at the end of the day, I've, I haven't spent much at all. I've probably spent maximum about 2,000 rand. No way. And I've made art sales that are just over that. So at the end of it, at the moment, I'm kind of breaking even. Yes. But it hasn't cost me anything. And so it's possible to do that. So places like this, they're offering this this venue to artists for a week for free. Oh. So you come here, you pay a deposit. I paid a thousand rand deposit. I get the venue for a week. I can do what I want. Oh, that is awesome. I also saw um sponsored a lot of printing at the um at the arts, at the uh, Investec Art mm. Fair. Yeah. They did a lot of yeah. sponsoring. Yeah. So those are also other people that you can also speak to because um. They seem to be um, yeah. supporting the arts. And I know, like I know, they get a lot of requests. They said to me they get ten requests like this every day. So you need to come to them with a strong concept, yes. a strong idea, and a strong plan, because for them, why are they going to sponsor something that's that no one is going to come and see? So I guess it's so all I the sponsors. To, yeah, yeah, I had to work hard with my marketing. Uh, you know, big email mailing list, lots of social media coverage, contact media, that sort of thing. So, but if you do the work, you'll pull it together. Okay, awesome. And other artists? Other artists. Kilmini Jo Liversage is one of my favourites. Um, she's got two big pieces around that side. Mm-hmm. She really combines like a street art aesthetic, so graffiti, with more traditional portrait painting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very vibrant work. She works with a spray can. Oh, yes. Um, let's see. We've got the youngest artist on the show just around the corner, Jade Buchholz. Um, She's a she's a new artist and illustrator. She's either 15 or 16. Oh wow! Um, she's one of these people that just never stops drawing, um, and she's very much inspired by anime. And she creates her own little characters that she's now turning us into digital prints. So she draws it by hand and then she scans it into her iPad and then does all the shading and stuff on the computer. She's very cool. Um, Let's see, Jade Clara is a beautiful illustrator. She created this work here for the show. Nandega mm-hmm. um, Trampi is a Tulsa woman from the Eastern Cape, now living in Kaliche. Uh, she has a beautiful video installation, which you can find on YouTube if you want to look it up later, mm-hmm. uh, called Inside My Heart. And it's her story that she wrote as a poem to her mother after her mother died. Um, and it leads with the line, Mark has something to tell you. And then she basically talks through the story of, of how she was raped. And um, it's very emotive. She sings through the piece. And there's photographic stills. I'm that, getting goosebumps, yeah. but just listening yeah, to it. There's photographic stills that are now printed and reproduced upstairs. They come from the video that, that show the different stages she went through this journey of... Um, expressing what had happened to her as a means of dealing with her trauma. And the last line of the poem, which is so beautiful, she says, um, a child that doesn't cry will die on its mother's back. Yes. And that speaks so so closely to, to what I'm saying, and that's through artistic expression we become fully human. Yes. And if we don't express ourselves, we die inside. Yes. It's fine. We also, that's a, um, a saying in Kosa, which is the same thing, you know, a, a child doesn't, that doesn't cry, you know, dies in yeah. the mother's back. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, one of the closest things. Okay, it's beautiful, it's mm. beautiful. And what I love about that is, for me, she's surprising as an artist. She's a 50-year-old also woman who traditionally 
wouldn't have been able to tell that kind of story, express yourself in that kind of way. You know, it's, it's counter to that that culture, which is very patriarchal culture, where women don't speak up and don't have a voice. And yet she's gone about putting these photos together and this multimedia video, which is beautiful. Uh, and she's also created, she's got these three dolls that are sort of encased almost like as if they're in a womb with the umbilical cord coming oh, out. Wow. So she created those also especially for Anon for the show, which was amazing. Awesome. They arrived at 3 o'clock before, before the show opened and we found a way to display them and I'm so glad that, that we got them because they just add another um, dynamic to the show that wasn't present previously. And what I found fascinating is all the girls and women that have come into the show have really connected with that piece and all of them have told me another aspect of the culture yes. like for example that that the placenta and the afterbirth and the, and the umbilical cord are buried in the ground yes. and then through your life you always know that that wherever you're feeling lost that you're always connected to a place that's yes. your home yes it's called um um in closer when you um when you meet people, they will ask you, instead of saying, where are your parents from? They will ask you, Ipingaba um, Yako, which is in Gaba, it's the umbilical cord. Oh, wow. So wherever it's, um, it's buried, that's where your soul belongs. So when you're lost, you feel, you're not feeling grounded. And then, I'm so, That's beautiful. <laughs> yes, when you're lost, you're not feeling grounded, you can connect to that, the yeah. pure, it, it, your pureness. And then also to remind you, of your, um, the whole reason why you're here. Yeah, and I, you yeah. Yes. I think that's so beautiful. And so what I love is is, is that kind of art has, has brought about these kinds of stories. I've had people coming in here and telling me stories about the culture that I knew nothing about. And I feel like as a South African and as a white South African, we're sometimes ignorant as to the culture mm. of, of where we're from. Yes. Um, and that's also what I'm trying to do. It's like, it's our, our, our concept of art is often so Western. And rigid and stuck in that side of the European history and like well we're not there we're not in Europe mm. so let's it's, it's quite awesome because um, when I went to the art fair as well um, because I've always avoided to go to the art fair I'm like oh god it's just gonna be typical uh, Western uh, artwork but um, when I work when I walk there um, on Saturday I was just so impressed that there's a lot of uh, Africa as well. Um, mm. There's a lot of artworks from um, from black culture that you can relate to. Mm. And back to um, what's the artist? The first artist Lindega. It's so amazing that because it's nice to find a creative way when you have trauma, because everyone who looks at it, they will also it's um, empowering because also it will um, inspire mm. others who are carrying trauma. It can maybe it's not rape, maybe something else to find creative ways. Of expressing them so well done to her for that thank you yeah yeah it's amazing and so another artist Therese Mullins she's also got beautiful portraits that are part of a series that she did called Me Too which also deal with the, the whole rape thing um, something else that was really beautiful uh, we were talking about the social media censorship earlier and I wanted to tell you so one of the poets who's got work here she actually performed her piece on the night nude with a bag over her head oh wow and it's a beautiful poem and it speaks of um, the woman, the expectation of women to procreate and to give birth and to become a mother and a lot of our generation are going, well, I'm not really sure if I want to do yeah. that or not now, maybe later, you know, I've got other things I want to do um, and there's this expectation that is quite um, 
pressure. Quite intimidating. Yeah, it it's is. a lot of pressure. You know, I mean, I'm 32 and I haven't even thought about having kids yet. I'm 40. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. But it's just also because the the world is changing. You know. Yeah. And for me, um, because I'm 40, I turned 40. And for me, I come from Eastern Cape. And for me, every time I go home, I would dread the fact that people are gonna say, "You look so amazing. When are you gonna find a man?" Exactly. And I used to, I, I used to overreact. Because it was frustrating. Mm. Then I realized that actually um, they don't know better. Do you know? Because uh, they don't know better. They were raised with the um, they were conditioned mm. that as a woman you you are more valuable mm. if you're married and then you have kids. But now I've got it's about teaching them. Yeah. It's about teaching them my way of life. That there is also another option if you don't want to get married, if you don't want to have kids. Mm. So it's, I think it's always also what is beautiful about cultures and the way things are changing mm. because women now have a voice and women are more independent is the fact that you have to also understand where they come from, how they were raised, and then teaching them now there's another way, there's another option so that yeah. people know that they've yeah. got options. And then we have a choice and, and what we do with our bodies is our own choice. Yes. Yeah. So there's no expectation that I must. Yes, there's no I yeah. must. Yeah. And so, so something that was, I thought was quite funny, the owner of the building, he, fil- he filmed this performance of the poet, yes. which I don't know how appropriate that was, but it, whatever. And he, and he posted it on Facebook. And then he was very upset when Facebook kicked it off. <laughs> but this is so nice that you've started this, actually, well done. Because it's just, um, you know, like um, um, they used to say, like during the um, politic days, and then they used to have these underground places. Yes. So you're kind of like rebellious in a way, but yes. it is creating a space. This thing is going to grow. Yes. And also because you have to also show all the people in powers that this is what people want to see. Exactly. This is how people want, it touches them. It's not nudity. It doesn't have to be censored. Mm. So you're starting something here, actually. You're starting something. This is something. And then they're going to see, actually, that's what people want to see. And then hopefully we won't be censored. Yes, well, I mean, I, I, so I thought it was quite funny because the guy that owns this building, his name's Werner Stein, and he's a property agent. Yes. And so he bought the building and he's hiring I it know, out. I know, Werner Stein. You know Werner? Yeah. So he's hiring it out for pop-ups. But, you know, he's not a crazy artistic guy. Like, I mean, he is quite quite a, quite a creative person if you see his marketing. Um, but for someone like him to post a nude video on Facebook yes. is quite surprising. So right? that means... It's quite surprising. So I thought, actually, maybe I'm starting a little revolution you here. You are. I think you are. <laughs> I, I think you are, and uh, it's very impressive, and that you pulled it off actually within a month. Thank you, thank you. It's yeah, very it impressive. was a lot of work, but yeah, it, it was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And um, other artists um, that you? Let's see. Who have I not mentioned? Um, Danielle Clow is beautiful work. Um, she does embroidery. I'm not sure if you've seen her work, but she's yes, on... I think um, that's the one that I said, I, I think this is my friend. It's just around the corner here. Yeah, so Danielle Cloud, her Instagram handle is uh, Fiance Knowles. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's got two beautiful pieces on, one of which was actually the cover of a book. It's an anthology of short stories called Queer Africa. And oh, so it's got all these tiny little faces um, from that space that she's embroidered by hand, which are really beautiful pieces. Mm, I um, saw that... Then, who else do we have? We've got a mother and daughter who both got work on together, which is really nice. Renee Yafis and her daughter Christina. Is that the one that is access silver? Yeah, so they both work with, the mother works with, with ink, and the daughter is a mixture of uh, watercolor, pencil, and digital art, and they both create quite beautiful portraits, but that you can you can see they're completely different. The mother's got a maturity to them, and yes. they're these like, 
power women with these beautiful jewels. Uh, you know, they look like they could be like queens or yes. like Egyptian goddesses or something like that. <laughs> and she prints them onto metal, so they have this beautiful shiny kind of. It's amazing. I saw it yeah. also upstairs. It's lovely. quite amazing. And then another great artist. Uh, she's actually her work is going from here to the designer Daba. Oh. Uh, her name, her her designer name is Detroit Lee. Uh, her name is Nicole Dutoy, and she's got a beautiful campaign that uh, it's basically creating awareness out of, around around menstruation. And her little tagline, which I love, is anything you can do, I can do bleeding. Oh, I saw you just on the Yeah, anything you can do, I can do bleeding. Yes. And be right back, bleeding. <laughs> I saw it, I loved it. I was like, so I love that. Yes, my queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and in fact, her artwork actually inspired my logo, I have to tell you that. So, in hers, her campaign is period, and the, in the O in the word period is a red dot. Okay. And so, my logo, Anon, which ends with a full stop. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, that's got to be a red dot. It's got to be a red dot. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, actually, red do, dot. I can do bleeding. Exactly. Red dot is not just the blood, it's also, it's, you know, when you have a red sticker on an artwork, yes. it's sold. So yeah, it's my red dot. It's got the double meaning. Oh wow, well done. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So that inspired um, that idea. Above you, we've got um, masks by Fabrica Design. Mm-hmm. So that's by Kirsten Townsend. She's a product designer, and these are each a series of ten. Um, and one is called Show, one is called Expose, and one is called Reveal. She's also got a series of carpets that she's done with them with the same image. Okay. Um, and these, they're each editions of ten, and as you can see. Uh, some of them are sold, so there's two available left of the first two, and that one's completely sold out. Oh, awesome. Um, and they were sold um, on the night of the opening? Yeah, by then, yeah, they were sold by then. It was amazing, well done. Thank you, thank you. And behind you, we've got Rieke van Weyck. Mm-hmm. So she does these great portraits using color blocking, which I really love. There's a lot of vibrancy in her color choice. Um, so quite realistic eyes, and then the rest mm-hmm. is kind of just abstracted. Um, she's an incredible woman. She delivered her, her husband delivered her work to me on the day that she was going in for brain surgery last week. And she was here at the opening a few days later, shaved off her hair. She's beautiful. She has long black hair. Now she's completely bald, but like looking shit hot. After that, straight away, yeah. That's so, women for you. These power women that are just like they show up, you know. Mm, they show up. It's like brain surgery for who? For who I'm exactly. going. Yeah, I'm exhibiting. I'm going there. Yeah. So, Good. Awesome. So there's a lot of interesting stories here, which I like. It's very different stories, and each one is unique, and each one has got a different, different story to tell. Um, awesome. Awesome. And the clothing? The clothing just popped in today. This is a pop-up. Okay. Um, she contacted me on Instagram and said, oh, I just came up, came across your brand, Anon, and it's amazing because I also have a fashion label called Anon. Oh. So I said, well, the opening night's going to be a bit too full. Yes. But bring the rack over. And yeah, her clothing I really love. It's quite androgynous. Yes. It's very practical. It's yes. quite simplistic. Mm. I have a thing, I actually once so I wanted to start a fashion label for girls with pockets because I just love clothes that have pockets. Everything needs pockets. Skirts with pockets, everything. pockets. I just drop off some of my dresses because um, I work in the film industry and yeah. then you're always on the run and then everything that doesn't have a pocket, I just drop it off so that I can have pockets on exactly, everything. Exactly, exactly. So I'm like, it's also a gender thing. It's like, 
do women not have keys or a cell phone or like where did this come from that that now we must carry a handbag you know I live in Arbs where it's not super safe all the time I don't want to carry a handbag yeah you so want what do I do I'm going to shove just... my phone in my bra I mean I do that, <laughs> I do that. <laughs> but also your credit card <laughs> your keys yeah. you know <laughs> like oh the lady's got credit yeah. card boobs <laughs> And then if you walk in a shop, they'll be like, well, what did you steal? What did you steal? We need to search. Or you pull out your phone and it's all sweaty. <laughs> so exactly, this is what we have to deal with as well, right? So like, pockets, please. Yes. Oh, that's such an amazing idea, actually. So, um, you're here until Monday? Yes. And then, after that? Then after that, I'm back to real life. But what I would like to do is plan future versions of Anon that have different themes. So my thought is it'll be Anon Presents and then a new title. Mm -hmm. So for example, one of my ideas is an exhibition called Four. Which four, four, four the number four, which will be art and furniture design. So anything oh. with four legs or four sides to a picture or it makes me think of four walls to a gallery or if you think of performers where you break the fourth wall. Um, I like the number four. I was born on the fourth of the fourth. My lucky number. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and I just like the idea of the four legged thing. I've always wanted to do a collab with furniture designers. Mm-hmm. Um, my boyfriend also makes furniture, so I'm trying to get him to kind of work with me in the art yes. space. And then what I'd like to do is find, find unique spaces to do this in. So, whether it's an abandoned building or a warehouse mm. or on top of Table Mountain or in the forest, I haven't figured it out yet, but um, for me that's the, the thing is the diversity that Anon will allow is it's not rigid, it's fluid, it can be in any kind of space and the space must kind of dictate what what the collection ends up yes, being. Yeah. Yes, and uh, tell me, like um, more background on you, um, how did you, um, did you study art or how do you come up with all those brilliant ideas because it seems like everything is flowing naturally. Yeah. I know you're an artist, of course, but it's just that, is it because you were an artist and then you felt um, there's a platform needed for... So I think I think throughout my career, I've worked with the arts and with design. Um, my first job was working for One Small Seed magazine, which is no longer, but it was a very cool um, art and popular culture magazine based in Cape Town, very indie. And I working there, I loved featuring artists, interviewing people, that's where I met oh. Kilmini Joe. Um, but I interviewed all sorts of artists from like international people like Ron English, um, Kill Pixie, Kilmini Joe, um, Kendi Wiley when he did his Puma range for the World Cup, he did these beautiful portraits. Like a lot of different artists that I work with and I, I, I've, I've always missed kind of that that space of working with artists in the creative industries. I subsequently worked for Designer Dog for five years. I was the head of the digital publication there. So again, worked with the conference, worked with some of the top designers in the world, always, always creative content. Yeah. Mm. So, so I, I'm, a, I'm from a publishing background and then moved into the digital space. And then I started my own content agency where most of my clients are also in the design space. So oh, I do yes. social media for Design Joburg, uh, Helden Martin, whose chairs we are sitting on right now. Um, he's also a good friend of mine. Um, he also work for, I do work for Swan Cafe, who's also a very creative brand, um, Rodney Band, some artists like that. So, so I, I work in the creative industries, but I was starting to feel that all the work I'm doing is more of a PR nature and, and less creative for myself. 
So I, you know, I spend most of my time like doing people's social media and newsletters and websites and all that kind of stuff. So I felt like for me, what I was missing was dealing with artists on, yes. a, on a first-hand basis and working with artwork. I love art. You know, I, my mom's an artist as well, so I basically grew up in an art gallery. Um, and so I had this revelation that this is what I needed to do, and I decided maybe I need to buy a gallery or something. What next? Like, what do I, do I get a bank loan or a yes. business plan? Where do I go to next? Because that's a huge endeavor. It is. And then when I found out about, about this venue, I thought, fuck, that's perfect. There's zero risk apart from my time and my reputation. That's all I have to risk. Let's do it. So I've used the space to, to, to launch my brand as a platform, and I'm hoping to grow it in the future and, and, and do more of these. You know, um, it's super. I just I saw it on um, on Instagram, and um, through history, um, Anon was a woman for me. Just that, just that on its own, it just um, it just I, I just knew what's what's the tone of the um, of the exhibition, and I was I need to come and see it. And um, so I wish you all the best. Thank you. And um, with hopefully we're gonna post um, for the next exhibition, four legs, mm-hmm. everything with four legs. <laughs> and this is quite amazing. Great. This is quite Thank amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Awesome. Thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, um, when I walked into the um, into the gallery, what was spellbinding for me was um, was realizing I'm in a room full of paintings, not the artists, but visually in my head as women, South African women from all different walks with, um, I've got like different stories to tell and each of them is unique and also sharing the culture and the fact that um, there's a space where it's raw and um, you're not censored and you can come as you are. It's uh, actually, uh, this is um, what Sarah J. Fell, Jane Fell, um, has said it is an artistic revolution because also people always complain that we're always on our phones, we're antisocial. So now we're going to have more pop-ups like this and then we will be out there. Who needs a phone when you're out there? You know, you're just going to be enjoying the art and the rawness of art, which is what it's supposed to be. And um, thank you so much. Um, I would like to say... Um, for uh, for Werner, Werner Properties, and the fact that um, it's like, I guess Werner Properties, there was this ad um, when I was young um, in on TV about Joshua Do, which is a furniture place, and then it always, um, at the end of the ad, you know, it was their slogan, you've got an uncle in the furniture business, Joshua Do. So I guess we've got an uncle in the art business, Wana property. Thank you so much, Wana, for um for the, for 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 giving um artists the space where um they can express themselves without being censored or without having to follow into what galleries are expecting. And this is um it's this I'm sure um in few years um um the space is gonna be uh, one of those places where um you meet uh, if you wanna know what really South African is if you wanna know. Um, the meaning behind um, behind our rainbow a country you're gonna go to um, to the to to the winner property and have your pop-up and then we have the space that winner property has created for us to be able to 
be who we are and to artistically uh, express um, our feelings and emotions and also for all South Africans to be in one space where they will learn about each other's cultures and respect each I think when you know someone's culture, when you know people where they're coming from, that as a first step to understanding, um, to understanding our differences to begin with and then also respectfully uh, knowing that there is this difference and then understand people's behavior and um, also arms eh? and um, as Sarah said you know it's uh, arms uh, I saw them at the um, Investor Cape Town Art Fair um, they, they sponsored a lot of printing so guys if you have an idea we've got uncle in the art industry which is when uh, properties and they've got that space and where you can um, you can do your own pop-ups and I like pop pop-ups yeah I'm gonna say pop-ups I'm gonna say pop pop-ups and they are open to that and then arms as well they are open to um, to to print yeah you just have to make sure that um, of course with any any um, any sponsor that you've got a strong concept a strong idea and um, and a strong plan and also, you know, if you do all the work, it's going to be a success the same as a non-pop app. And I have to go. <laughs> it was so nice to hang out with you guys. And as I said earlier on, a round of applause to you guys. And thank you for the support. And we uh, we here to learn with you. We're here um, to, um, to, to, to present the show that um and open a platform as well where you can give us your comment and suggest shows and uh so follow us on uh on our social media instagram we are at radio underscore sa at radio underscore sa thank you so much for joining us and we will see you soon um in closing um i'm gonna quote um zanele maholi no let me just say that again how disrespectful Sir Zanele Moholi. She quoted the most anon pop-up was the most important show as we commemorate South Africa 25 years of democracy. Thank you guys for joining us. See you again soon. And um, on our uh, social media, um, um, on Instagram, we always, all the shows as well, they are on our highlights. So they are labeled on our highlights. So if you want to, um, you can go there, follow us, send us the love and send us your comments. We're looking forward to it. And that's it for now. Vuyo has left the building.